0: Um, My name is Sean Fargo. Um, Dr. Rupin Kalra was not able to make it today. Uh, He was sort of the science and the the, uh, brains behind some of this, so I'll do what I can to uh, present that to you. Um, I am a former Buddhist monk of two years in the Thai Theravadan tradition. Uh, What I'm about to share today is not religious whatsoever. It's not Buddhist, per se. I'm um, really going to be uh, explaining what mindfulness is and how it can be related to the context of treating patients with chronic pain um, i 've been a mindfulness teacher for several years, uh, do some uh, coaching and uh, teach we, uh, ongoing classes for chronic pain patients and seen firsthand the benefits that patients uh, show with disciplined uh, practice week by week if they engage with mindfulness uh, about three or four times a week for uh, several weeks. So I'm um, excited to share some of those findings with you. So, like I said, the problem is real. Uh, chronic pain um, affects hundreds of millions of people around the world. It costs the United States and uh, different entities billions, hundreds of billions of dollars. Uh, One out of four patients who are started on opiates end up taking them chronically, and many people die every day as a result of drug overdose fueled by prescription painkillers. So like I said, mindfulness, is an alternative for uh, doctors and hospitals or, um, uh, you know, it can be used in conjunction with whatever else is prescribed. Mindfulness is a tool in your toolbox of what you can prescribe to your patients in a clinically validated format. So what is mindfulness? There's a lot of... uh, Definitions thrown out there by a variety of different kinds of people. Uh, John Cabot Zinn from the University of Massachusetts Medical Center uh, described mindfulness as the awareness that arises from paying attention on purpose in the present moment without judgment. So as you can see, there's nothing religious or woo-woo or... Spiritual around it. It's really the act of bringing your awareness to your experience right now without judgment. And that last piece, the non judgmental piece, is key. A lot of people will define mindfulness as awareness or simply the act of paying attention. But if it's fueled with judgments around good or bad, right or wrong, then it will actually fuel the um, tendencies to want to avoid pain or amplify pain out of anger or fear. This non judgmental piece is crucial. It's not merely awareness, it's a form of pure awareness just without the judgment. So can't stress that piece highly enough. So what does mindfulness for pain look like? Um, I would like to invite you to do a short, simple exercise with me. Um, And if you don't have chronic pain, then I would invite you to pretend like you have some sort of discomfort in your lower back for this. So I'm not sure if we can dim lights at all, uh, but I'd uh, like you to find a posture that feels relaxed and alert at the same time. When you're sitting in a chair, it can be helpful to sit up towards the front of your chair just to invite a sense of alertness, but whatever is relaxing and comfortable for you, please go ahead and do that. So finding both feet flat on the floor. It can be helpful to close the eyes or to look downward, just to limit visual distractions, but it's not completely necessary. Maybe just taking a deep breath or two as you relax the belly. Drop your shoulders. Sense your feet touching the ground, softening the muscles of the face and the jaw. Just inviting a sense of ease and relaxation in the body. Breathing naturally and notice the visceral sensations of what it feels like to breathe in this moment. Perhaps you notice your breath, the rise and fall of your belly expansion and contraction of your lungs. are noticing the air coming in and out of the nostrils. Sense what it's like to be breathing in this moment. If the mind wanders, which is fine, Just gently shift your awareness back to the sensations of breathing. Noticing what each breath feels like. A sense of courage and curiosity. See if you can bring awareness to your lower back. Just noticing the actual physical sensations. around your lower back without a judgment or of good or bad. If it feels too uncomfortable for you and come back to your breathing or sense where the pain starts and stops around the lower back. Just noticing the actual physical sensations that are happening right now. Can you bring a sense of kindness and self-compassion to any areas of discomfort? Noticing these are merely physical sensations in one area of your body. Knowing that you are not your pain. your pain, forming the intention to bring the same quality of awareness, non-judgmental awareness to our bodies and also our minds for the rest of the day. taking a deep breath or two. Taking a deep breath and slowly opening your eyes whenever you're ready. So how was that? Can you gain a sense of how that could be beneficial both mentally and also physically, for chronic pain patients. Um, We've seen it over and over again with our weekly classes that uh, patients will actually literally uh, come down on their meds, need fewer surgeries, and they're able to manage their pain better, but also with the neuroscience I'm about to show you, the pain intensity actually decreases over time um, on average by about 40, 45%. And then with emotional responsiveness to pain, it's, it's higher than that, closer to 55 to 60. With some cases, as high as 93% reduction. So patients who practice mindfulness on a Regular basis have been shown to bleed less during surgery. Lower levels of cortisol when pain does strike during a pain flare-up. They tend to heal faster and they have lower blood pressure. I think we all might have a little bit lower blood pressure after that exercise. But meditation doesn't just change the mind, it actually changes how the brain works. So for skeptics out there, for skeptics in your clinics and treatment centers. um, There's a lot of science, a lot of uh, papers out there that show uh, the clinically validated research around the neuroscience of, of mindfulness meditation. There's a lot of papers online showing that The more you practice mindfulness, even if it's just for several weeks, there's a noticeable uh, growth in the gray matter around the prefrontal cortex. Um, The uh, insula grows, uh, which is responsible for proprioception, sensing into the body, sensing into what it feels like to be embodied and grounded. The amygdala, Uh, is, I guess, deactivated to some extent to limit our emotional reactivity to our experience, to our perceived experience. And the thalamus is deactivated during mindfulness meditation, uh, which helps to limit the amount of pain uh, that's perceived in the higher... uh, Uh, Brain centers of the brain, uh, higher uh, functioning brain. Didn't quite say that right, but uh, it it does deactivate the thalamus, which helps helps you to perceive a lower pain intensity. When uh, we're in our clinics offering mindfulness meditation, um, you can sit as you are but a lot of people find it very helpful to lay down. Um, you can do it standing, and there's even walking meditation, eating meditation, etc. But for people living with chronic pain, laying down tends to be uh, really helpful. Uh, just flat on the back, on the ground. Um, and we usually introduce them to mindfulness of breathing first, but body scans can be helpful, scanning awareness through the body. I like to start with the toes and work the w- way up towards the brain, but other teachers have uh, the opposite preference, but it doesn't really matter. But you're scanning awareness through the body, bringing non judgmental awareness to it, sensing into more and more areas of the body, including those in discomfort. So we just went through uh, an exercise. Um, One of the key benefits to mindfulness for pain lies in our ability to bring awareness to pain flare-ups, to be able to be with it in a non-reactive way, to create some space around it by being able to be with it versus the two classic coping strategies of pain, which are, A, either being overwhelmed by pain and being, uh, being really focused on the pain and, and feeling uh, overcome by it to some extent, and, B, the other coping strategy tends to be avoiding the pain or ignoring it. Mindfulness is really in between, where we can be with our pain, we can engage with our bodies in a caring and non-judgmental way, really sensing into our actual experience. And when we're able to do that, we're able to be with our actual experience, differentiate between physical sensations and mental thoughts about the sensations. So patients tend to um, have a pain flare-up and immediately go into either resentment around the pain, blame around how their their pain started, uh, or proliferating around the future of what pain will be like for the rest of their lives, fearing the worst, rather than being with the pain in real time. So, as you can see, meditation and mindfulness is not a religion. Uh, It's simply a form of mental training. It doesn't trick you into passivity. It really arms you with receiving actual sensory data in real time for you to make better decisions, more calculated, strategic decisions based off of what's actually happening around you rather than making decisions out of reactivity based on fears or um, anger, any sort of strong emotion. It's not fake positivity. Um, Doesn't take much time. We just did a few minute exercise. And it's not complicated. This slide says that it's not difficult, but I would beg to differ. Uh, It can be difficult. Uh, especially if you're having an, an interesting morning, but it's not complicated, it's, it's relatively simple. There is a lot of nu- nuance to it when you get into some strong emotions, PTSD, um, strong acute pain, uh, but uh, there are mindfulness meditations for those as well, those conditions. So what we're doing is uh, mindfulness, there's other types of meditation out there. I uh, strongly encourage you to consider mindfulness as uh, the way to help um, treat your patients, but there are concentration exercises and open monitoring exercises, which uh, is more in, in tune with mindfulness. Uh, transcendental meditation can be very useful. Um, it's a, in my opinion, it's a form of uh, concentration practice where you're repeating a mantra over and over and over, which uh, can be healing, but the clinical evidence for uh, mindfulness, uh, there's more, more evidence for mindfulness, and uh, the, the results tend to be uh, more conclusive around mindfulness versus other kinds of Uh, meditations so there's been a huge increase in the number of uh, studies around mindfulness uh, in relation to medical uh, settings and JAMA did a review evaluating 47 randomized control trials on meditation noting very good benefit for patients with pain Looks like uh, we only have a few more minutes. I will be available. Uh, I have a lot of research, tangible research, to hand out for anyone who's interested, along with business cards. Um, It can be used in uh, tandem with uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. There's uh, now mindfulness-based cognitive therapy, which I highly recommend as a treatment for patients. Um, So there's a lot of, uh, there are many meditation apps and websites out there around mindfulness, but this basically points, um, gives us a snapshot of uh, the process of mindfulness meditation. So it's like with each practice, you're strengthening the mind. when you go to the gym, you, you work out, you do your, your exercises, and you get stronger over time. Same is applicable to mindfulness. The more you do it, the more um, your brain changes, and the more you're able to actually reduce pain intensity and uh, have the positive effects of mindfulness not only um, help you with pain, but also... Emotional intelligence, uh, sense of confidence, self efficacy, increased self compassion, etc. So, unfortunately, uh, I think we're out of time, but there's a lot of science here. Um, if anyone would like to uh, learn more about the science of mindfulness, um, I can send lots of PDFs around all the studies that have been done around the country, and um, show you what uh, my company is doing in empowering doctors who may not know anything about mindfulness to actually prescribe uh, mindfulness for chronic pain patients. Um, very excited about this new platform that we're building. So if anyone would like to learn about that, I'll be available for questions as well. So. Thank you for your time. Hope you have a great lunch, and uh, thank you very much.